Hello and welcome to The Culture Bar, an arts and culture podcast series brought to you by Harrison Parrott. In our Speed Podcast mini-series of quick insights into music and culture from around the world, we talk to music industry professionals about the music of their homeland to give us a view into different music, composers, sounds and instruments which make music both unique and universal. I'm Fiona Livingston and today we will be talking to Eva from Polyarts, all about the music of Bulgaria. So Eva, please can you tell us more about yourself? Hi, um, yeah, my name is Eva Pires, um, married name. Uh, my family name otherwise before was Nikolova, so that's a bit more Bulgarian. Um, I work uh, at Polyart uh, as an associate artist manager. have come to the UK in 2009 to study viola. So before artist management, um, I was a keen performer. Perfect, thank you. So we will dive into our first question, which is what has influenced Bulgarian music? Bulgarian music is um, influenced um, very much in the location, kind of in the heart of the Balkans. And uh, many of you may have uh, heard Balkan music before, whether that's from Greece, Serbia, Macedonia, Bulgaria or Romania. It's very similar between these countries and uh, also has a rich ancient history. It's something uh, interesting about music is that um, because of the Ottoman Empire rule uh, throughout the Middle um, Ages all the way to the Romantic era, um, our music has not developed. We kind of skipped the Renaissance and the classical period, so it still sounds a little bit medieval and uh, um, and uh, it has this very traditional old sound and feel to it. That's really cool. And that um, leads me perfectly on to the next question, which is what sounds define Bulgarian music? So it's very, um, it could be love songs or uh, dances. So it's a kind of, it sounds and is based on uh, very much the folklore um, of the Balkans. It's different in the different regions. So for example, in the southern region of the Rodopi Mountains, the music is quite slow. Um, it has no metrum. And uh, it's uh, usually like vocal or um, played traditionally by a bagpipe. And uh, the Rudopi Mountains spread from Bulgaria all the way to Northern Greece. So it's a very similar sound of the Northern Greece folk music, uh, which is uh, also Rudopi Mountains is the birthplace of Orpheus. <laughs> um, and uh, on the opposite, in the Northern parts, um, the music is uh, much more dance, uh, oriented. Uh, there is this typical dance called horo and people are holding hands and dancing in circles and some complicated steps. Um, so and the music is much more lively and sort of celebratory. Um, an interesting fact about, about the Bulgarian music is that uh, it has uh, commonly these odd rhythms, uh, uneven rhythms and uh, odd time signatures that in a way are for when people are dancing, you know, it it uh, follows the complicated steps that are like overlapping and like little jumps. This uh, this is uh, one of the reasons um, it sounds quite unique compared to other um, music from different countries, from other countries, um, that uh, these uneven rhythms uh, really, really strike and uh, can be very difficult to play, actually. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine it sounds really hard to play something with an uneven 
rhythm <laughs> must be really challenging. But I was also wondering with when you were talking about the kind of folk um, element of the music, is is that um, music rooted in any stories um, in Bulgarian kind of literature or folklore? Um, yes, there's a lot of um, stories. So a lot of the songs are about happenings, uh, for example, from the bit, from the everyday life often, um, some more mythical, but mostly from everyday life. So it's about a girl and a boy that fall in love, but they can't be together. So the boy will steal the bride because the father doesn't want to give her, uh, her um, to be married. And uh, some of them would be celebrating some uh, specific, not I don't want to say religious celebrations, but, you know, would be typical around Christmas time or around Easter time. So they're kind of influenced um, by uh, specific celebrations. Oh, that's that's really lovely to know. And also, I was just wondering with with the sounds, like, is any of that again, like, kind of influenced by the incredible landscape of um, of, of Bulgaria? You know, I'm also thinking of like all the roses in Bulgaria. It's such an amazing place for roses. And I was just wondering, like, is are there any kind of themes of like nature and landscape kind of within these musical threads? There is, yes. Um, actually, one of the most typical. Um, uh, Bulgarian instruments, uh, these two types of flutes, kavao and um, duduk, um, they inspired very much by the sounds of nature and the bird songs. Um, and uh, they're often played by shepherds uh, whilst they're waiting and uh, uh, resting under a tree, perhaps, waiting for the sheep to <laughs> have their fill. That's amazing. I, I I love that. I can really picture that happening as well. <laughs> it sounds so idyllic. Um, and you, you've touched on some instruments um, already, but are there any uh, instruments that you would like um, to talk a bit more about, uh, which you can only find in uh, Bulgaria? Yeah, so we do have some traditional folk instruments. Yes, the two flutes. The duduk is smaller. It's made um, often, uh, maybe even out of bone sometimes. And it's like it has this very high pitched little voice. Um, and the kavao is, is uh, very much resembles a wooden flute, uh, which is shallow on both ends um, and uh, has, it has a beautiful sound. Um, another typical instrument is a Bulgarian violin or so-called gaduka. It has three strings, three main strings and a lot of under strings for overtones. Um, and uh, you play it not like the regular violin as we hold it nowadays, but uh, sort of you rest it on your chest. And um, um, I don't know if you've seen like a small, small viola gamba, it's something similar. So yes, you it kind of, uh, you rest it on your chest rather than on your chin. Um, and uh, also there is a, um, a typical bagpipe called gaida. And that is very popular in the Rudopi mountains that I mentioned earlier. So um, it has this slower, tunes and uh, it sounds very much like a backpipe so it, it is uh, <laughs> yeah it's uh, traditional for our folklore but there are backpipes I guess in other places too um, and then the most interesting instrument I'll definitely say is the voice Bulgarian singing is quite famous there is uh, the probably the most famous ensemble is the mystery of the Bulgarian voices um, why is so unique because it's a type of throat singing uh, which is um, an Asian technique, I would say, and uh, um, it's very specific for Bulgarian singing. Uh, maybe there is a singular, similar uh, technique in Mongolia, which is uh, kind of throat singing as well. So it's a little nasal 
um, and uh, it has the very specific timbre to it. Uh, it's also very, very ornamented. Not just the vocal music, I would say all the instrumental music is very heavily ornamented as well. We are coming to the end of our podcast recording now. So I would love it if you could introduce us to some Bulgarian composers who exemplify Bulgarian music for you. Probably the most renowned Bulgarian composer is uh, Pancho Vladigerov. He was living throughout the end of uh, 19th century and well into the mid um, 20th century. And he's uh, so-called a classical composer, but he was very much inspired by the folk folklore music. Similarly to other composers like Bartok or Ligeti, um, he was uh, collecting folk songs and was traveling from region to region to uh, record some um, some of those traditional songs and um, has written a lot of pieces based on, on, on folklore. And uh, probably uh, some of his most influential pieces, uh, as the well, most famous probably is the Varda Rhapsody, which has orchestral but also piano version. He was uh, a very good pianist, so he has written also a few piano concertos uh, and piano pieces, Opus 15, uh, and a lot of symphonic music, symphonies, um, a lot of dances and impressions on different mountains and landscapes as well. Also, I would like to say that um, ethno jazz is, is quite popular and very Bulgarian sounding ethno jazz music uh, travel. We have some amazing performers that travel around the world to perform. And I'd like to especially mention uh, someone called Teodosis Pasov, who plays uh, the Kaval, this special flute that we, uh, shepherd's flute that we discussed earlier. He uses uh, some special techniques and amplifies the Kaval and uh, um, makes it, uh, you know, makes it sound more modern and jazzy and, you know, kind of crossovers it with different styles. But uh, it's like quite, quite interesting to see what he does with all the different techniques and like singing and speaking into the flute. <laughs> and then probably one of the most amazing clarinet players, Ivo Papazov, He's an incredible virtuoso and is originating from a wedding band. It's quite common in Bulgaria to have um, musicians folk musicians at um, at the weddings and uh, they all incredibly they usually self-taught or like sort of trained through a family member and it's a uh, tradition runs in the family the music musician families so he comes from this background and originally was just playing at weddings but uh, he's incredible virtuoso and uh, plays also the clarinet and the saxophone, um, has performed with at many festivals uh, uh, with drums and uh, other instruments, often with his wedding band even as, <laughs> as well. And it's, um, uh, it's a real pleasure to listen to him play. Fantastic. Um, thank you so much for your time today, Eva, for uh, sharing Bulgarian music um, and culture with us. <laughs>